I think like the sex that I was having was almost very transactional and not meaningful, whether or not it was passionate or not. But it wasn't like, it's not like what it is now, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I think moving forward, my answer for that would be no. I think if you meet someone, you like them, I think you go in with like a solid B, solid B plus. You give them just enough to like keep coming back for more, but you really wait and hold out like your true whore stripper self for like when they decide they want to commit to you. Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. We are back here on the podcast with Ms. Tatum. So Tatum and I have recorded before. We have talked about the hoe phase. I am back out in Arizona to visit her. Yes. And we went to the Horrible Decisions podcast recording last night, and we are going to talk all about it here today. So let's just like jump in. What was your favorite part about last night? Oh my God, that's so hard. I think like full circle, my favorite part was just like everything really coming together because I've listened to their show for like the last three years religiously every Monday. So like being able to like know what they're talking about, know the characters, like understand like a part of their lives and then for them to like come to Phoenix and actually be at the show and like be involved like as a fan, like front and center. I think that was like, that was like my favorite. If I'm like retrospect, like looking at the whole thing as a circle, I think that was like wow. my favorite thing. I feel like your favorite part would be when they called you out for having good pussy. That was a good one too. It really <laughs> fueled my ego. I was sitting humbly in the stands, not yelling and screaming, saying like, me, me, me. And then Wheezy was like, I don't know. I think like girl with the blue hair over there, she looked like she got that good pussy. I was like, okay. <laughs> that. I love it. So <laughs> it's so funny. Like I've actually never listened to their podcast a day in my life, but their Instagram content is so fucking good. Hilarious. That I feel like I've listened to the podcast my entire life. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because I didn't know you didn't know who they were. And so like, well, not that you didn't know who they were because you did, but you that you didn't listen to the show. And then so when you said that to me, I was like, oh my God, you're like really just winging it being like, yeah, let's let's go get tickets and let's fucking do it. That's my life, though. I know. That's so awesome. I just wing everything. That's so awesome. Literally, I texted you, and I'm like, on Friday morning, you guys, I texted her, and I'm like, hey, you're picking me up from the airport, right? Like, we literally- Like, as you got off the plane, you're like, um, so I just landed, but like, are you going to come get me? <laughs> yep. That is that is my life. I just wing everything. It's so awesome, though, because I was like really thinking about just like this whole weekend, and I've had so much fun with you here. And it's just been like, you're so easy to get along with. And like, we just, I feel like we click so easily. So like having you here has been so much fun. Just, it's like, I don't know. It just feels like such like girlfriend, fun friend vibes. And it's like, we really basically just met. 
we like, really have basically like, just met. You know? It's so funny because the first time we met was when we recorded for your podcast yes. back in like April, May. Yeah, April. it was the beginning of the year. Yeah. And so we like talk every now and then on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Yeah. but And, and then, then I just show up. I know. Yeah. And it's just been so fun. It's been that. like just such a fun, like chill, but still like fun. We had like going out moments. We did like the show. And then today we're just kind of doing like a wine girls night. We podcast. made a coochie board. Yes. Little podcast sesh. And yeah, it's just, yeah. What a great fun weekend. Yeah. It has been so fun. <laughs> so back to the podcast recording on Friday. Yes. Oh man. I feel like my favorite part was. I was going to ask you by the way, but mm. then you just like slid right into it as like a true podcaster. <laughs> I was going to like, I'm like, okay, I can return the favor, but we're here. We're here. So what was your favorite part? I feel like my favorite part might've been Pam. Oh my God. The so old woman. They pulled people up on the stage to share their best blowjob tips. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there were these two older women in the crowd, like my grandma's age. Older. No, like literally like in their 70s or something. Yes. Yeah. And clearly did not really fit the crowd. At like, all. None. <laughs> like not so at all. So they're asking like, how did you find out about this event? And they're like, we, f- we found it on Eventbrite and thought it would be fun. Oh my God. It's so funny because, okay, so this part, I was in the bathroom and when I came out of the bathroom, this girl was on stage. So I had like, I'm like, what just happened? And so for this whole part, they like had Pam, Miss Pam come up and they wanted her to be a part of the stage and the show to give a a blowjob dick sucking tip. So with this like on stage performance, they brought out massive cucumbers. Okay, relative. <laughs> I am not as like a size queen. For me, I'm like that is massive. I'm not raising my hand for this. Oh, <laughs> I will sit my ass down. Listen, ooh, we're going here. <laughs> I am definitely a little size queen. I've just discovered that, by the way. Okay, I did not realize I was a size queen until I realized. I am a size queen. So what made you realize that you were a size queen? Like, was there a specific, like, thing that happened? Or did you just not, like, hear of the term? Like, you thought it was normal? And then you're like, oh, wait a second. There had to be something that happened. <laughs> plop, plop. Uh, <laughs> have you talked about him on here before? No. Oh, he just man. asked me the other day if he was, ooh, I'm blushing. <laughs> did you get that? Did the camera get that? Um, he just asked me the other day too when I sent him a different podcast episode he's like oh is this one about me so he's gonna love this his ego is gonna be so boosted yeah that ego but as big as that that dick what? oh my god I love this so that's when I realized it. like my entire life I have been Dealing with large men. But okay, wait, but what was it about him that made you realize you I didn't know there was a word for it. Okay. And then I also didn't realize that like what I typically fuck with is above average. Oh, because this was like, it was just normal. It's been normal my whole life. You've never been with someone that's like below average? Wow. We can't all be blessed. (laughs) (laughs) It's the silence for me. No, like mm. I cannot recall a time like I have one partner where I'm like he's smaller than I'm used to but still right. above average. Yeah, clearly if you're only dealing with above average Like people. I've never had a micro penis. 
Oh my god. Have you? No. It sounds like I'm lying, but I'm not lying. You know, it was just like a shock. <laughs> I <I'm> just- haven't. <laughs> No shame. Like there is no oh, shame yeah. in penis sizes. Like let me tell you, if there this was- this man that has the smaller than I typically see, but still above average. It's all about how you work that shit. Yeah, like well, you it- can do so much, and you probably have really good head game if you got a smaller. Penis. You have to. I think that's like you got to go for it. You got to be able to contribute to the fun in some way, and majority. Like 80% of women come from external pleasure anyways. So realistically, you know, you can get away with all of those things. So no, I have not had anyone with a micro penis. But I did date, briefly date this guy who was like probably like the smallest that I've been with. It was probably like three inches. Wasn't very large at all. It was like, could you feel it? So this is like a pretty funny story. (laughs) Oh my God, I want to hear it. Please. I didn't think I was going to be telling this. Goddamn. <laughs> so I actually told this story on my very first episode. If you decide you want to hear more of my content, do not listen to the first episode because it does not give the quality of the podcast. It was so bad. Anyways, I was dating this guy. I was like, I came out of this like very crappy abusive relationship and so like I was very timid to move forward with anyone I know like at the time oh I think I probably still still am but like I'm a hopeless romantic so like having Mm. sex with someone like really was difficult for me because I would like romanticize like crazy things like our future oh yeah we talked about this last time yeah I still am romanticizing which we're gonna get to that later yeah yeah it's so annoying but so I was like okay I'm gonna take my time this guy was like a great guy super nice like everything that I thought I wanted on paper but we weren't having sex yet I was like we were actively going on dates for about four to six weeks maybe seeing him like twice a week maybe so like not a lot but not nothing he was like six four like training for a bodybuilding competition Mm, definitely my type tattoos like Mm. nice teeth like definitely matched the things that I wanted Physically, I guess, you know, until like a certain point. But long story short. Wait a minute. What? This is the guy with the three inch penis? Yeah. Oh my God. He was so tall. Yeah. What size shoes did he wear? I don't know. I don't remember. Definitely not a 14 or 15. How many inches is an iPhone? It's not six. Six? Five. Five? Oh my. Okay. So maybe it was four. Maybe four and a half on a good day. Okay. 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 I'm going to get to the story. Okay. (laughs) So we were kind of like, I had, like, told him about, like, this past and that I really wanted to make sure that, like, I wanted to be with someone before I was, like, giving myself to them. And, like, I really liked him and we were dating and everything was going really good, which, side note, it's kind of hilarious because we didn't make it, like, exclusive, but we were actively seeing each other. But I actually met my now current boyfriend when I was, like, casually dating this guy. So it's it's just funny Mm. how that all kind of tied together. We end up, like, doing this trip to Sedona, me and this guy. And it we were going to do the staycation. And I think we both kind of got to the point where we were like, okay, like this, we're going to have sex finally. You know, after the long six weeks, we're going to have sex. Everything else is like working out. The dates were good. He was super nice. Just so nice. Flowers, like homemade meals, like three course meal he made me for like just very, very sweet, genuine guy, you know. And then we get to Sedona and we're hanging out. I'm drinking. 
and we kind of get into it and we like start having sex. And I was like on, he was eating me out, go head game, fire. Okay. It was of course so good. And I was like, holy shit. Also the positions were a little awkward because he was so tall. So it was like, we had to deal with some of that stuff too. Anyways, he's on his back. I'm on top of him. I'm like riding him and we're like, we're fucking. And I'm sitting here to myself thinking like, I can't feel anything. I'm like, I don't feel it. Okay. I fucking kid you not. He looks at me and he's like, this is so terrifying. If I wasn't a strong, confident, secure woman, like this would not land well. Okay. For most women, I think he looks at me and he says, I can't even feel you right now. And I was like, bitch in my head I'm like well I'm glad you said it because I'm feeling the same way but goddamn, like you can't say that to someone I can't even feel you right now so I like hopped off reached around with my hand grabbed his dick and I started jerking him off and I was like can you feel that oh my goodness so we had to switch positions I was so uncomfortable even after that like he just started like going down on me because it's like I feel like as a woman like being on top is like where you feel them the most majority of the Mm -hmm. time that or like bent over from the back, you know? And so when he said that, that's why I said, I'm like, he's so lucky that like, I'm a secure woman because I think a lot of women would leave that situation feeling like, am I not tight enough? Am I loose? Like, is there something wrong with me? And I was like offended because I'm like, well, I'm surprised I didn't say like, well, I'm glad you said you, you were thinking it, but you said it. Like that's literally what happened. I was so uncomfortable after that. To make a long story short, we went to dinner afterwards. It was the night we were staying there. I just tried to get as drunk as I could, order as much food as I could so that we would just pass out. Okay. Because <laughs> we already slept together. Like that was done. I was like, we're just going to pass out. I woke up the next morning. And I was like, I'm in a shower. He was like trying to like do it again. And I was just like, I just want to be home. And we were two hours away from home because we were like up north in Sedona. And I kid you not, I fake slept the whole ride home (laughs) so that I didn't have to have any conversation. And then I ghosted him. I never talked to him again. He had my favorite pair of shorts in his car and I wouldn't even pick that. I was like, can you just drop them off? Can I just pick them up? He's like, I'd really like just to like talk to you. And I just couldn't do it. Damn. Also, I think, which is fucked up. And I agree that it's, it's very fucked up. I've been in that position and it's not fun. But I think at the time I was also learning and I don't think I had like the emotional like intelligence or capability to be able to like have that conversation with him. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I think that was like the roadblock of why I ended up ghosting him. But anyways, that's my story. It's so interesting. This reminds me of a story about my job recently. I had a patient come in and we were doing a pelvic exam. I can't even remember the reason why. At the end, she was like, so can you tell me is my pelvic floor loose? She's like, how do you know if it's loose? And I said, good old sneeze and pee. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. But I said, what makes you think that it's loose? And she said, she just kind of looks at me and I was like, did somebody say something to you? And she was like, yeah. Was she young? Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said, 
I think it's time you find a new partner. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Mic drop. Yeah. I was like, first of all, that's not how this works. Yeah. Second of all, like, I'm like, that's just such bullshit for you to say that to somebody. Like, yeah, she's had a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. But that's not how vaginas work. They shrink back up. They are muscles. Yeah. And so, you know, you see these memes about a hot dog in a hallway or if a woman sleeps with too many people, it gets loose. And like, that's not how it works at all. You know what's funny about the statement? It's like, you remember when you're in high school and someone's like, oh, well, that girl's a whore because she sleeps with so many people. But the girlfriend with the boyfriend isn't a whore. But it's like, who's actually had more sex? Because I bet you the couple is having more sex than the girl who's sleeping with a couple different people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the same. It's just like the stereotypes. And honestly, it's just I hear uneducated. I mean, he's obviously probably a dick, the boyfriend, but Absolutely. I also just hear lack of education. Yeah. You know, definitely and like, needs a new one. And Upgrade. pure pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about blowjobs. Yeah. And we got so sidetracked by penis size and yeah. size queens. We were talking about being a size queen. Woo. We're going way back now. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. You know what I am a fan of, though? What? Curved cocks. Oh, my God. Which direction? Oh. Up. <laughs> That was awesome. (laughs) I have never experienced until like, I don't know how much I want to give away until recently. And oh, Lord, they're so good. You haven't, prior to more recently, you haven't experienced curved penises? No, they've just been straight. Oh my God. Straight. I think I've been blessed. I have been blessed. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah, they get all the curved cocks. I feel like here's the thing too, though. Like, I've definitely like had a lot of sex, but in no way was I like. Why are you whispering now? Well, my kid. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the studio. (laughs) But like in the next room, my son is watching TV. So I'm trying to like not scream these things. I'm sure he's not paying attention at all. But, you know. I think like though, like when I was, ha- I was having sex, but I wasn't really having sex. It was like hookups. Yes. You know what I mean? So I think in those experiences, it's like, you're not really like living up to your full sexual being as you would be. I was also very yeah. young. Like I'm, you know, I'm like turning 28 this year. So it's like, I'm still in my shitty twenties and the first half of it was all really bad. I wasn't as open with like talking about this stuff. I thought it was like the man's job to be able to like know my body to make me come. Mm-hmm. I literally, let me hit you with this fucking Uh-oh. one. I had a whole ass baby before I had an orgasm. We talked about this before. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like it's, so it's like, let that sink in, you know? Wow. I don't know where yeah. I was going with that, but. <laughs> well, it just made me think about too, like for me, most of my sexual experiences now are very different than they were a long time ago. I know that your situation is a little bit different now, but do you think that you should give 100% when you first meet somebody? Like, do you give grade A pussy out the gate, grade A blowjobs out the gate, or do you give them a little bit of a taste and hold back? Okay. I wish I could speak from experience, but I have to speak how I would if I were to like move forward in a different direction than what I'm in right now. So I don't think I ever gave grade A pussy because I didn't understand what that was Mm. until my current relationship. I think like 
the sex that I was having was almost very transactional and not meaningful, whether or not it was passionate or not. But it wasn't like, it's not like what it is now, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I think moving forward, my answer for that would be no. I think if you meet someone, you like them, I think you go in with like a solid B solid B plus you give them just enough to like keep coming back for more but you really wait and hold out like your true whore stripper self for like when they decide they want to commit to you yeah but I think you you don't spread it open for them right away or maybe there's like one night where it's like you go you have a little too many cocktails you go wild and then like after that you really tone it back like then you bring it back Because then it's like, wait, what the hell was that? You're like, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. (laughs) I've been kind of toying with this recently because it's been brought up that, like, I got good pussy. Hey. And I got good head game. Mm -hmm. Great head game. Size queen head game. Oh, God. Okay. Really (laughs) throwing the stats out there. (laughs) Let's just say that. Okay. So anyway. Like, I should have gone on stage last night. (laughs) I know. Literally. (laughs) I would have been like that man. With the one on the at the ground. end on the ground, yeah. Oh my god, the game I prefer to be on my knees personally. Yeah, it doesn't hurt my neck as much. Yeah, yes. I'm getting old. Oh my god, just gosh. wait till you turn thirty, bitch. <laughs> I can't wait for when I turn thirty. I'm like waiting for the day. I'm like two years, two fucking years. I'm so tired of being in my twenties. I'm ready. I'm well, ready to come on the other side. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, somebody said to me, "Well." I've been learning a lot about myself and my body, but they said they called me a soul snatcher. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like, that's how good the pussy is. I snatched the snow. I snatched all the souls. <laughs> anyway, I am so sorry, mom, that you are listening to this she episode. Listens? She's my virtual assistant. Oh, I'm dying. That's yes. hilarious. Love you. <laughs> you already knew this, though. <laughs> like mother, like daughter. Oh, my God. Oh my the God. apple doesn't fall far. <laughs> it does not. Anyway, so I've been learning a lot on this journey, and I've been exploring a lot more recently, which has been really fun. I fell in love recently at the sex club. Yeah. And have you ever been to a sex club? No. Sex show? Yes. Ooh. So Yeah. Give us the rundown. I know you talked about it on your podcast, and we've talked briefly, about it. Yeah. But what was that experience like as far as, like, what can you expect when you go to a sex show versus, like... And I'll share kind of my experience with sex clubs. Okay. Yeah, because I don't have the sex club experience. But the sex show that I went to, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't do they do sex shows here in the States? Like in I don't what know. capacity? I've never seen one, but I've definitely like heard of some of the stuff that you told me happened there, like you will still see. Like some of the dancing and some of like the acts if you go to different types of events. But I don't know that you're going to actually see live sex in the States. Gotcha. But I don't know. I'm not versed in that to be completely honest. Yeah. So when I went to the sex show, I – me and my boyfriend went to Amsterdam and we went down to the red light district and obviously it's famously known for being like – the sex worker central it's like legal prostitution quite literally prostitution is legal that's why it's there and down on this strip they have this little 
I guess it's kind of like a room. It's a show and they, they do like eight acts and you see four of the eight and they're put together at random. So you never really know which acts you're going to see. So when we go, you go in and yeah, each one was obviously like you either had a special talent, if you will, or you're full blown fucking on stage. So two of them were full blown fucks. There was like man heterosexual relationship. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And man and woman. And they just, they came out to music. They had like a little routine and then they would just have sex on stage, like literally. Honestly, it was kind of awkward. It's mostly men. I think I was like the only woman in the room that wasn't a sex worker or a bartender. And then even in the red light district in general, I don't remember seeing any women. It was like me, Shorty with the blue hair, and all of her homies, (laughs) you know? So there were those. And then the other two acts, the girls with their like special talents, one of the girls was like kind of like stripper stripping. Like she had did a strip tease, a lap dance. And then her talent was finding a volunteer to pull a multicolored shoelace out of her pussy, which was hilarious and just so wild, something you don't expect. And then the other one, again, strip tease dance, she grabs a volunteer and she could use her Kegel muscles to, to hold a Sharpie in her vagina and write on men's chest. Are you ready to start understanding yourself better, learning and recognizing your patterns, and really develop a relationship with yourself? If this sounds like you, the Unleashing My Power, a women's empowerment and gratitude journal is for you. This journal was specifically curated for women just like you to help you take back your power and develop and go to the next level in life. My friend Danielle and I created this journal because of our own experiences and what we were looking for in a daily practice to improve our connection to self and really become connected with ourselves. This is game-changing and the feedback that we are getting from other women who have started using this journal is absolutely amazing. You can find it on Amazon or you can go to jordandanell.com slash journal and it'll take you right there. I hope you enjoy. Be sure to go snag yours right away and leave me a review. Tell us what you think about it. Slide in the DMs. I know that your life will change when you start using this journal. I can barely write normal. I couldn't imagine trying to write with my vagina. I forgot what it said. It was like a three three letter, three sentence word or something like that, but forgot. Three sentence um, word? Three word sentence. There you it's go. It's the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say three letter, and then I was like, no, that's not right. Yeah, and so it's like prostitution is legal, sex is happening, full-blown porn, live porn on stage and with alcohol, like alcohol sales also. So I know like here in the States normally, like if you go to a strip club in Arizona, 21 and up is full nude, but they don't sell liquor. You mm-hmm. actually have to go onto the other side to like the 18 plus, but if it's 18 plus, it's topless and they sell liquor. 
So, yeah. Interesting. That's just Arizona, but I don't Every know. Every state has such different laws. I actually have an interesting story about strippers. Well, besides the fact that I dated a stripper. So, in Montana, <laughs> there is this place. It's not a stripper, but this just reminded me of it. It is a underwater mermaid mm-hmm. at a bar. Oh. And she like does mermaid shit underwater behind the bar it's very interesting like holding her breath with the tail on in the water like there's some of that but but the water like she can come out for air too right 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 that's yeah that's That's, interesting i don't know why it made me think about that and she's topless no oh just just a mermaid (laughs) i thought (laughs) the story is totally irrelevant (laughs) okay but it just reminded me of like this mermaid oh okay so but wait you were talking about strippers the man stripper. You dated mm-hmm. the man stripper. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there wasn't a story with that? Or he reminded you oh. of the mermaid? No, no, no. I'm no. trying to connect I'm the just, dots. <laughs> there are no dots. Okay. <laughs> so I've talked about him on the show before. He's he's the one that's batshit crazy. Oh, that I yeah. told you about. I think yeah. Most of them, I think most of them are. But. No offense, but I think like. He's the my... first person I had an orgasm with though. Oh, that's amazing. Person. Yeah. Because the first was your toy? Hell, actually, <laughs> it was my pillow. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I love that. That's so funny. I did that. Yeah. I humped my pillow. Did you ever hump your couch cushion corner? No. Me neither. No. I just it saw was a post pillow. on Instagram about how, like, most people started on the corner of their couch. And I was like, hmm, I've never done that, but maybe I should try. Maybe I'll try. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I remember doing that. And it's funny because I remember like telling a friend about it and she was like laughing so hard. Obviously, it's a very vulnerable thing to say. Yeah. And as a kid, I didn't understand it because nobody had those like conversations mm. with me, you know. But yeah, yep. That's where I started too. So I used to teach my girlfriends about humping pillows. Oh my God. And then we would kid? like hump pillows together. <laughs> And then, and then, she's in elementary school. Damn near. (laughs) And then in high school, oh my God, I can't believe I'm sharing this already. It's in my book. I wrote about it in the book that I'm working on that may or may not ever be released. That's cool. But there was a girlfriend of mine who, like, we progressed to humping each other. Okay. We would, like, hang out and hump each other. Yeah. Uh, She turns out to be a lesbian. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But my first like sexual experiences were actually with women. Crazy. Probably because but never, you just felt comfortable. Yeah. And never did I think of those as sexual experiences until yeah. I redefined what sex actually is. Mm. Because in my mind, sex was like only with a man and only when he penetrates you. Yeah. They got you too, huh? They got me. <laughs> those fucking bastards. <laughs> that sex ed. Or, yeah. Sex ed was bullshit. Yeah. I don't even remember anything from sex ed. That was like sixth grade. We did sex ed. I think I did something in high school. I don't think we did anything I, in high school. I taught about birth control. That was my segment because I've been teaching and talking about birth control and all this shit my entire life. That's wild. Yeah. It's no surprise I do what I do. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I actually met up with a high school friend today and you know, she's like, if anybody would have done this life, it would have been you. Because that's it's super true to who I have always been. Isn't that so funny? This actually recently just happened to me too. I like 
this girl followed me on Instagram and apparently we went to middle school together. Her Instagram name isn't clear, nor does she have like actual face pictures on her like forward face pictures on her profile. So, I mean, whatever, whether it's a girl or a guy, whatever. Someone obviously knew me from Instagram or from middle school. We went to middle school together and they DM'd me because I was like posting on my business page talking about like trying to make content and just, you know, struggling with it and whatever. And she said something and she's like, I remember in middle school when you were on the morning announcements and you always made them like so funny and you were just like so like joking and it was just like so funny. And she's like, you're doing great at what you do. Like, just keep going, whatever. Bitch, she unlocked a childhood memory. I forgot that I literally in middle school did video productions and I was a part of the morning announcements where we would literally do skits like video record skits and like talk about the announcements and the school things that are going on in the school. And then we would pre-record them and it would play like the next morning in class, like in our second or third period. She like unlocked that memory for me. I'm like, so you said that you're like, when your friend said like, this was definitely you're doing the right thing or whatever she said. I'm like, I just have been this way. Like, it just makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. You know? Yeah. Because it's always been there just in little doses sprinkled around. Yeah. I reconnected with another high school friend this year. Oh, I haven't talked about this on the pod yet either. And he also was like, this is exactly the life I expected you to live. You know? Oh, my God. (laughs) Let me tell you stories about this shit. Oh, my God. In high school. Oh, God. My mom's going to listen to this. (laughs) So in high school, I guess I was giving roadhead all the time. You don't remember? Were well, you drunk? I kind of blocked out like all of my childhood Trauma. memories. Like, yeah, I, I don't remember true. any of very much of it. Yeah, same. That but he be. reminded me like we would park his car behind a dumpster and like fuck behind a dumpster in a fucking neighborhood. We'd pull into random people's driveways in and drive their cars in his car. And then so much roadhead. He said the other day, well, like this the other day is in the other day, whenever when that was. Talk. Yeah. He's surprised that we're both not dead with all of the shit that we did. Like, just him and I in high school. It's crazy. No, literally, I can agree. I can agree. We did dumb shit. We were ghetto. I was ghetto. (laughs) I was unhinged. And if you think I'm unhinged now, I was like 50 times more unhinged in high school. Yeah, no, I was just ghetto. Just like doing really ghetto things. And you know what? That part of me is still there. Like, I always say... You can take the girl out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like Arizona, like Phoenix girl ghetto, which is, let's just say it's, I'm lucky I didn't shave off my eyebrows. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Speaking of shaving off eyebrows, let's talk about how I waxed my own pussy this week. Oh yeah. Okay. It was dying. I saw this on your Instagram story and... Have you had any training or experience waxing anything before you decided to wax your vagina? So I've been waxing my underarms for about two years on my own. Flat surface, skin's taut, easy. Yeah. I've also been doing some facial stuff too. Love that. Love that. Because, okay, I guess I didn't plan on confessing this, but you know, like I grow a lot of lip hair. I grow a lot of chin hair. A lot of women do. Yep. It is super normal. Nationality. Yes. The Hispanic in me, Mm -hmm. I am fucking hairy, y'all. And so I've been waxing my shit for two years. And then I had a pool party recently 
at the sex club. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you knew you were going to be nude. And I yeah. was like, well, I better figure out how to do this. And I went to town and I did a bomb ass job. I almost have a straight line across the top. I didn't do the labia though. Okay. So what kind of wax are you using? I'm allergic to everything. Okay. So I found out the hard way. My girlfriend waxed my booty hole one time oh, and ouch. I got an allergic reaction. Oh, fuck. On my booty hole. And it took a few times for me to realize what happened. So yes, my girlfriends help a girl out. Yeah. She waxed my booty hole once because it was hairy and it bothered so me. So I used to wax vaginas. I did not know. Vulvas. Yes. Well, Vagina is what's penetrated. Vulva is the okay. external. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the the pubic area mm-hmm. mound and yes, the labias and the assholes, all of them. And you want me to spread it open for you? you can so, get the rest? <laughs> <laughs> but were you were you using a soft wax or a hard wax? Were you using a strip? No, or no, was no. It hardening, and then you were ripping the. I rip. Wax I off? ripped the hardened wax off. Okay. Okay. So I was dying when you said this because I used to wax vaginas. I used to sugar them, which is just it's more of a natural form of waxing. It acts as a hard wax, even though it's constantly warm in your hands. You don't use a stick. You literally just like have it on your hand and you like press it with your hand and like do a flicking motion. Mm -hmm. So I remember once I learned how to wax other people's pubic mounds. Vulvas. (laughs) And vulvas. (laughs) I tried myself. And so when you said this, and I did it, I was doing it for like months. Like I did my own. And but I remember. All of it? Yes, the whole thing. Oh, okay, maybe you can teach I have me tips. later. I have yeah. tips. That's why I was like, I'm so excited to talk about this. It is so difficult. It hurts so bad. And like, it's one thing when you do it, when someone else does it for you, because like, you're not the one pulling and creating the pain. Like, you don't have a choice at some point. Like, you're making the choice to sit there, but you're not making the choice to be like, I have to fucking rip this off now. Okay. When or you- get the olive oil and just take and it soak off. soak it off. Yeah. <laughs> So I remember so vividly trying to like do my lips and my labia and like I'm like sitting on the edge of the toilet with my legs like I'm butt naked basically on the edge of the toilet like butt on the edge of the toilet like this on the edge and you got to pull things taut like that means like tight so that there's like not a lot of resistance and you literally just you go over as much of it as you can, and then you just let it harden and you just do it all in one swipe. One swipe? Yeah. It's easier to just Ooh. do it all in one. You pull up on the pubic mound to flatten out the lip. Okay. okay. You put the wax on there. And with hard wax, you can go in any direction. So you want to go in all directions because that's oh. what's tangling the hair in the wax. Soft wax is different. Don't quote me on this, but I think you go... I think you rub against the hair and you rip in the opposite direction of the hair with soft wax. But that's when yes. you use strips. The hard wax, you go, you want to go in multiple directions because uh-huh. you're trying to entangle the hair in the wax. I didn't realize I could do that with my armpits. Yes. Uh-huh. All Okay. Another tip is when you're waxing your vulva, your body goes into a natural fight or flight. Your body temperature rises and you start to perspire. Okay. You have to have baby powder. Otherwise, the wax will not harden because your body temperature goes up and it's going to keep it soft. So when you go to pull it off, you're going to feel the the tug. It's going to tug. It's not going to rip off. 
I didn't realize that that's why my wax lady always uses baby powder. Yeah. Also, my wax lady is going to yell at me for trying to do this at home. <laughs> You're like, now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm like giving you tips. Whatever. Like, I get it. But well, if I move to Columbia, I'm sorry, but I got to figure out how to be managing all of my standard grooming on my own. Yeah. So Except- it is the angles are fucking hard and it is probably the most painful thing I've ever done other than like having a child. I think it's like pretty up wow. there with that. It just because it's like doing it yourself. And it is true yeah. the more you do it, it stunts the the hair follicle, so the hair grows in less and it grows in thinner. So like if you are consistently doing it, it becomes less painful because there's not as much hair, it's not yeah. as thick and coarse, but getting through like the hard bar is so hard, especially when you're the one doing it. I was planning on doing it like every two weeks. So then it's just like whatever stays behind stays behind. I say, fuck it. So the hair cycle is actually 21 days. So I think every three weeks is probably better to do that because okay. you want okay. you want know. the hair to be the length of a grain of rice. That's like ideal for the wax. Okay. Anything shorter, they may not get caught up in it and may not come out. And then if it's longer, if it's really long, it can be just as difficult. Oh, it's so fucking painful when it's long. Sometimes we'll grow a brush and then I go to my wax person and I'm like, help. And I I just just cry. Or no, I've never had it. it. I've never had it cut for me. God, talking about this just like brings back so many people. I had laser like 10 years ago. So like my hair is controlled-ish. Gotcha. Like it's manageable. Mm Mm-hmm. It's no longer a jungle for me. Yeah. But it's still there and still needs regular attention. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, honestly, like preferably if I were to go get wax, I would just have someone do it because I think it's just. Ooh. So now I need to ask you. Yeah. Are you growing a bush? Oh my God. No. (laughs) I was just being nosy. No. So I do a landing strip. I've been doing it for like five, six years now. I love it. I don't go anywhere without it. And I'm actually just started laser a couple weeks ago. Did you really? Mm -hmm. I can't do waxing because what I realized, it used to like give me really bad ingrown hairs in my bikini line because that's like one of the main areas I sweat is like Mm. my bikini line. So (gasps) it's, yeah. So that's just like sweating, growth in bacteria, ingrown hairs. It was to the point where like I would have like, it would be like purple. It was just not good. Damn. So yeah, I just shave. Before that pool party I went to before I waxed, well, after I waxed, I went to pick up a girlfriend of mine. Mm -hmm. Let's take her to the pool party with me. And this, you're going to get a kick out of this. I was like, hey, do you mind taking a look at something for me? And I was like, it's on my labia. Now, she's also in medicine. Okay. I was like, I think it's an ingrown hair, but it's in a place where like I really can't see. And I'm like, it's either an ingrown hair or herpes outbreak. I don't really know, but I need to know before I get to the sex club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, can you take a look? A little peekaboo action. <laughs> so she took a little look for me and she got a little tweezers and she pulled out this, this long hair ass hair. Me. It actually wasn't long. But this ingrown had been there for a long time, and my wax lady is trying to get it like at least three or four different appointments. But it was growing from both ends in one hair. Like it was connected. It was the weirdest ingrown I've ever seen in my entire life. But I had so much relief after she got it out for me. Dude, I've had that happen too where it's like fucking like three inches long, and you're like – Holy shit. She's been in here a whole year. Yeah. Brewing. Literally, that shit is wild. Yeah. I, it's so funny because 
though like I mean I love like the aesthetics part of like waxing so that was really fun for me to talk about but I don't do it anymore because it's not what I prefer to do yeah. a while it was like you I like was lashes yeah I was like good at it so they were like oh we're gonna book her for it but yeah not anymore now that I have control well let's go back to horrible decisions okay because we got so distracted so excited we got very excited and I love the route that we went down and we've kind of talked about like everything other than one thing is there anything you'd like to say about the podcast recording last night I don't know. I mean, it was just so great. It was so fun. It was so fun. It like, I like, laughed so fucking hard for two hours straight. Yeah, it was two hours long. Even though you were in an audience full of people, it felt like you were, like, just a part of the show and that they were, like, talking just directly to everybody. They yeah. do a very good job of, like, creating really fun entertainment the whole time. Well, and we should even add how they had like performances. performances. Yeah. So they had like a burlesque lady come out at the beginning mm-hmm. who got topless, y'all. Yeah. And then in the middle had a dominatrix come out. I can't say that word for the life you of did me. It. Are dominatrix. you sure about it? Are you sure yeah. I said it right? You said it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm it. not going to try it again. <laughs> <laughs> One and done. But uh, she came out and there was some candle play, some wax play. Like it was, some it was flogging. super cool. She yeah. Put him on the, what is it? The cross, the St. John's cross. Saint, yeah. Have you ever been on one of those before? No. Uh, oh, girl, I have. Really? Yes. Okay. So I've been going to the sex club. Yeah. And a lot and having a blast, like just meeting like minded women, which mm. has been really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. So I have a girlfriend who is a Dom. And there was one day, this was a while back, but she put me in the cross and she like, she whipped me. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think I would like that. It was really nice. Also, like it kind of hurt, but it was nice. And it's weird because I feel like I would like that from a woman, but Mm -hmm. not a man. Oh, like almost it's a little too like aggro or masculine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And where when it's coming from a woman, it feels different different for me yeah and it's like non-sexual experience it's it's like a platonic experience right right but it was it was really nice yeah that's I've I think I I'm definitely more of like a submissive in the bedroom I think I would definitely be down for some of those things I'm open to sex clubs I just I don't really know about the space in Arizona I will say I just had another thought about like one thing I wanted to say about the show they're doing like a world tour like well maybe not world tour like it's world they went to the I UK I mean they went to the UK or London or whatever yeah I don't know I think that was just it I, I don't think there was that's anything still worldly I would put world tour if I went overseas somewhere too right 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 shit Canada counts as world to yeah. me yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I think like the one thing that's so important that they did is like in each city that they were in they actually showcase like the sex workers from that city So, like, the performers were people from Phoenix, Arizona, who, like, do this for a living. So, they're kind of, like, showcasing them. So, and that's, like, their whole thing, right? It's, like, sex-positive environment and, you know, speaking more about it, getting people to open their minds and, like, be comfortable with what they like to do. So, I think that it was so good. Like, what a great fucking show. It was great. I would totally go again. I enjoy spaces like that. Yeah. And I am really excited as like my podcast continues to grow, whatever the fuck I'm doing with this. I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, ah, we're doing whatever we're doing. 
we yeah, don't really just know. Gonna keep going. Yeah. And but as it grows, like I hope to be able to offer some similar type things. I mean, I have been doing live podcast recordings. We had one in San Diego. That's we so had cool. one in Ohio, and like it was the fucking vibe. Like yeah. it was amazing. I haven't even dropped the one from San Diego yet. But yeah, like I would love to do more fun stuff like that. And it's always cool to go like listen and learn and see what other people do. Yeah. No, it is cool. It's definitely, you know, it takes a lot to be able to make something like that happen, but to see like how well they're doing it. I mean, it is, it's like validation that it's like, okay, you like work hard and you just keep going and you, you, all of these ideas that we dream up. like to the process, detached from the outcome. Yes. They can fucking happen. That's so, it was just great. I feel like we just need to end it on that. Hey, okay. Well, thank you so much for having me stay with you and oh inviting God. me into your home and letting us use this beautiful podcasting space. Yes. I know I said it a little bit earlier, but I'm just so glad that you just decided to come and trusted me enough to just like hang out with me for the weekend. You know what I mean? I mean, that's like a lot and it goes both ways, you know, but I loved having you on my show. Um, if you guys are interested in yeah. listening to the podcast, it's Girl Stop Talking anywhere you listen and Girl Stop Talking pod on Instagram. My personal Instagram is Tatum Zoe with three E's. But basically, it's very similar like sex, dating, relationships, comedy, personal life, vulnerability, embarrassment, deep thoughts, whatever. We kind of like touch base on all of the things. I'm glad you came. This weekend's been so fun, even though it was different than what I had originally planned. I think we literally made the best of it, and it was just this is perfect. It was such a fun weekend. This podcast is sponsored by Intimacy Coaching by Jordan Donnell. Have you ever desired more from your sex life, or feel like you're having good sex but curious about how to make it even better? Are you desiring a deeper, intimate connection with yourself? Or maybe you are dealing with desire and arousal concerns or struggling with communicating your desires with your partner. If you're hearing this and thinking, hmm, that might be me and you're curious to learn a bit more, let's chat. I would love to talk with you more to see if working with me is a good fit for you. To learn more about intimacy coaching with Jordan Donnell, go to coaching.jordandonnell.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.